The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 6th, 2021. When we talk about what's red hot in the cigar industry right now, the first one that comes to mind is HVC and Rainier Lorenzo. Rainier joins us as we launch the Black Friday 2021, and later we're going to talk to Mac Tobacco as we round out the final 50 days of 2021. What was hot in 2021? Who stood out and who let us down? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row, but never awarded the Sexiest Men Alive by the Ash Heels. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Where have we been, Rainier? Uh, this is uh, 10 years in the business for you? 10 years in the business. Your first time on the Cigar Authority? Second time, I think. No? No. You were on the Ash Hole oh, Show. Oh, the Ash Show. Yeah, okay. this is the big show. This All is right. not This Wonderful. is not that little ridiculous. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for, I'm sorry it took so long. It took so long to get you <laughs> took here. Took me 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. But to, to a lot of people that are listening, maybe you have not heard of HVC Cigars. That stands for Havana City. Correct. Havana City. And uh, not only uh, you're... An up-and-coming brand, 10 years in the business. It seems like an overnight sensation to you. Um, how is Luciano? Luciano's doing fantastic. New baby. Yeah, new baby, yes. New life. Change you everything, you know? Yeah. Your first, right? Yeah, my first child. Yeah. I, like, I was doing everything so fast, and when I got hang, I, I started enjoying life more. There we go. You know? Absolutely. Good for you. Good Thank for you. you. Um, all right, so Black Friday, uh, we're going to smoke that first. Barry, tell us about this. Yeah, before I start that, this is for you, Tom, because he says Rainier makes him realize how ugly the TCA hosts actually are. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Today's first cigar is the HBC Black Friday, <laughs> and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HBC. The size is 4 and 3 eighths by 54, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan fillers that feature Corojo 2012 and Criollo 98. A single will set you back $9.69, while a box of 50 is $4.27.99, which comes out to $8.55 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $57 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Would it be inappropriate to suggest maybe hiring Rainier Lorenzo to be the voice for me during certain activities? You think so? He could do the whispering in the ears and really get the juices flowing, and then I would be the actual partaker, at least for a little while, then he could take over. That would would be good, you know what I mean? Like, you're really close, and people say, what are you doing? 
We could have you in the other room with a microphone. She just wears the headset and... Yeah, this is weird. It is weird. Uh, hmm. Cabinet of 50. Just take that as a no. Yeah. Oh, it says like... That's been since 2015, right? It's the only thing is the same and every year Battle Friday release. So every year the size is different, the blend is the different. The blend is completely different. But it stays... It stays 50 count boxes. Okay. Correct. Because, I mean, like... I remember when I came out with the Black Friday, I did it for the holidays, right? For the big shopping yes. year, yeah. every Black Friday. And I don't want to go for a big size on that. Always I want to do something sure that people can enjoy fast, enjoy the cigar, and that's it. Probably I'm talking about half hour, yeah, 25 minutes smoking. All you right. enjoy. All right. Because, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, like... How fast are you smoking? This thing lasts me an hour every time. I'm a fast <laughs> smoker. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't mean, I mean, like, a big cigar when it's really cold in the winter here. Remember, I was living in Wisconsin, so I know what it is to smoke in the winter. Yeah. You don't want to be out. Like, Talk about culture shock that. going from Cuba to Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. That's, so, yikes. So, this is the official launch of this brand. It's just getting shipped out now to mm-hmm. retailers. We, we have it available. Um, If, if, if it comes out once a year, you must be working on next year's now. Actually, this year has been quite crazy for that. I was not, as, I mean, every year it's a completely sold out, but this year was like in a minute. 600 boxes? Yes, correct. 600, 600 boxes. In, completely, a minute. in a minute. It was mm-hmm. like, wow. I, so next year it. you go 1,000? And I got people still call me now and say, hey, I need the butterfly that say, hey, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Wait for next year. You go a thousand boxes next year? What do I don't know. Let's see, because always think about this year. I say, in my mind, I say I want to bring every year something completely different from the year before. Yeah. And this year we're doing a broad leaf. Yes. It's something what I have available that I can buy it to right. bring to the consumers right. something special, something unique. Like I say, like you're talking about a thousand boxes, but let's see what wrapper. Right, I can find something different for the Black Friday. Which I don't must, know yet. It must make it easier for you to be able to source smaller wrapper because people that are looking to get broadly for looking for the broadly for big cigars, and you put it on a small cigar, so you were able to probably source it a little easier than someone putting out a sixty ring gauge. But right now, it's not like that with the broadleaf. No, it's, it's so hard. difficult right now, so hard to get it, and yeah. the price is going up and going up. Yeah. So at some point, is probably at some point will be not worth it at all. All right, you to guys do don't, like that. They don't have it to see, but I want to tell you right off the bat if somebody's looking to buy it, to understand Broadleaf. It is the tastiest tobacco there is. It just doesn't look ugly all that as nice. It's ugly. It's, yeah. it's so ugly. Yeah, I mean, you have And I feel that. bad I saying that with you sitting there. I don't know what is it's what is the best word to say that it's to me. It's ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, look at this. Look at the color. Rustic. Rustic. What I really like is so tasty. It so is. So sweet. I mean, the sweetness they have in the Broadleaf is yeah. comparable. All right. Let's light it up. I can't wait any longer. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Uh, Ted Hughes says that uh, Rainier should do the Ask the Dawn voice. He yes. is much better. Yeah, he should do the voiceover for his competitor. Well, why do you got to oh, well. be so negative? <laughs> so even the rapper is chewy. 
before you even you put it in your mouth. I didn't even light it yet. You, you can know, almost you chew on it. it. But you know what? I really like it. I got a lot of sweetness right out the gate. Golden right? raisins. Yeah, right out the, the gate. I light it up and I got that sweetness in my face. Yeah. You want it raisiny? Mm. We're going to light our cigar today with the Monarch by Lotus. The Monarch by Lotus features a cigar rest on the lid, a flip top, four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom. You have easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $39.99 at twoguyscigars.com. That's the Monarch by Lotus, $39.99. Oh, wow. I, I went to the USPTO because we were talking about trademarks, and I looked big-ass tank, <laughs> and, and it is not patented. It doesn't You're exist. You're looking in the wrong spot, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It is patented. No, because you say so. Because you say so. Well, yeah. first it, use. So he gave it its first use. So technically. Yeah. It, but he gave it the first use, not them. True. They, we go up to them at the trade show. But, oh, does this have the patented big-ass tank? And they look at us like when you whistle at a dog or something. They turn their head like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that wasn't my experience. No. Okay, so you say it ma you make this different every year. What is different for this cigar than the past? Have you never done broadleaf before? Yes, I mean, we got the HBC first selection broadleaf as a regular production cigar. No, on the fight. Right? Oh, the no, fight never, on, never. On Black Friday. Never. This is the first time we do it. And also, for the Black Friday, we're using the first time in the 2012 Corojo. Okay. Right? So the Aganos start growing a lot of 2012 right now. Right now, the 2012 is the hottest season in Cuba right now. Right. Cuban, right now. Cuban tobacco. Cuban tobacco, most of 2012 right now. Okay. So you took that seed, you grew it in Nicaragua. Yes. And you have that. And then with the Criollo 98. I, I, I am a big fan of Criollo 98 from SLE. Sure. You know, this is my opinion, the Corojo 2012 compared to the Corojo 99. In the Corojo 99, you got more sweetness, you got more ball. Yeah, and the Corojo 2012, you got sweetness, but at the same time you got more finesse. When I say finesse, if you look the HVC 10 anniversary cigar, we have a lot of Corojo 2012, and then and that's not cigar for everybody. And why? Because it's like you have to really pay attention to the cigar. It's not like this Black Friday that you smoking and you can see right in your face like boom, right? You got yeah. the flavor because you this got is the, instantaneous. Exactly. Yeah. This this is, right, full body, right, exactly. full body, full flavor. But last night was the first time I tried it. We did the Brenner thing, and I said, oh, I'm going to try it before the show. I was going to wait until the show, but everybody, including you, telling me, no, this isn't for you. It's going to be too full, full body. The sweetness calms it down because the sweetness, it's like having a piece of chocolate while I'm smoke, smoking a cigar, and I can go to full body cigars. The sweetness from the wrapper is making, allowing me to enjoy a full-bodied cigar. I need sweetness. Yeah, like you see, Are you saying that sweetness is your weakness? Sweetness is my weakness, says <laughs> Barry White. Barry White. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> and that's to me probably the most important thing in a cigar. Every time I try to do a blend, I want to have sweetness in my cigars. Okay. Because they are, to me, like, it's, it's all about the flavor. In the end of the day, it's like that. Remember, when I blend, it's to me like cooking. Yeah. Right? So I, I want to go to a restaurant and like, wow, this is tasty. Of of all your, this is your profile where you want to be, or or what I, of you in know, your be, line is your probably like 
you know, I don't have any really my own my, my portfolio. No, you don't. Not we, were really. talk, we were talking about I know. That. We were talking about that. <laughs> if, you like, did a, if you did I, a Black I, I Friday <laughs> Connecticut, <laughs> you better do 2,000 boxes. <laughs> but think about this. Like, I hear this from people that have a lot of experience in the industry, and they say they got all. They don't smoke really full full body cigars, right? Or yeah. medium full body. They're going to the mile or mile to medium. Maybe later on I can do that. Yeah. But right now, my body, I don't know. I haven't satisfied something really mile, mile that I really like it. So, and I know probably in the market, most people smoke mile cigars or mile. Yeah. Can I say body. how refreshing it is to have a guest this week that is answering the questions that we're asking? Yes. And I got, I, uh, I can't even read all the emails that I got. People pissed off that Mickey Pegg didn't answer a damn question. Right. We did a whole show about how much it costs to start a cigar brand, and he didn't answer a single no, thing. No, he didn't. Worst interview ever. Although an interesting guy. <laughs> yeah. Worst interview ever. I, I hear you people writing in. Thank you for writing in. Okay. There were too many. 12 years ago, you're not in the cigar business. You're not even a cigar smoker. Not at all. No. Hmm. Because, I mean, I, when you, I was in Cuba, yeah. I was not in the cigar business. My family was not in the cigar business right. in Cuba. And I was in medical school. Yes. And Cuba, when I, when I left Cuba, I was 23. And that's when I meet the guys at Aganoza, yeah, and that one I start really know about tobacco there, yeah. And so you never, as a new cigar smoker, went through the mild cigar stage at all. You went, not at all. No, not at That's all. That's the difference that ended up happening, and not it, it's interesting. And you're having much success with it, but normally somebody would start mild and work their way up as it goes on. You know, as retailers, that's what we do to somebody. I never smoked a cigar before. Oh, let me show you something mild or whatever. But you went right to the factory and you Exactly, yeah. That's, yeah. Like I say, I always feel so lucky and so blessed to be around around people with a lot of knowledge and cigars. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I learned a lot from them. And at the same time, I mean, you're talking about, and also you're talking about like, what a house of bells of bells of tobacco. You know, to have access to that, to play with that, you, you learn a lot. Yeah. That's that's what it is all about. And life for me, I always says, I am the guy that, hey, what, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, hey, I got to do I got to do it. Right now, you say, Lorenzo, let's go to Afghanistan. We got to do something. Then believe me, I would say, hey, let me pay my sins and let's go there. Oh, right? To let's go. To be young again <laughs> yeah. let's, let's go there. Um, so, and another interesting thing about you, I think that's different, is here you are, a Cuban coming to America, and you put out cigar brands, and one of your cigar brands is Hotcakes. We celebrated yep. last night and having Hotcakes. Another one, the one we're smoking now, is Black Friday. Here's two American things, English-speaking, and here you are, a Cuban and instead of coming out with a Cuban brand name like every gringo does that gets into the cigar business, you, I think it's the first time it ever happened. You come out with American names for your brands. I think it's sexy to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, we, like, we think the opposite. That's why the gringos make a Cuban-sounding name. But it's so much better from a retail perspective that somebody smokes a hot cake. They immediately know what it is. And they feel good about being able to say it. They're not going to screw it up. Absolutely. Pronounce and, it and wrong. When they smoke it and it hits their flavor profile, it makes it so that it's a new brand that someone can remember. The same as Black Friday. Easy to remember. You can associate it right away. And the sales reflect that. People still mess it up. I had somebody on the phone ask me for that waffle cigar. <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> you mean the hotcakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. 
Wow, okay. Waffle, huh? Waffle, huh? So your next uh, limited edition can be the waffle. It can be the waffle, set. right? Yeah. Put a so, Connecticut wrapper on it. Mm. Can be good to, I mean, the Cuban name is like, I got a cigar, it's called the Pan Caliente. Yes. Right? That's a real Cuban, Cuban name, like Pan Caliente. Because, but it's not because, I mean, when you say to English, it's like have bread. But that has nothing to do with that. Because in Cuba, when a product sells really fast, we say, se vende como pan caliente. Mm. Right? Sounds like hot bread. Selling like hot cakes. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the name hot cakes come. We say that here. Yeah. Selling like hot cakes. cakes yeah. Okay. In Cuba, but I mean, for gringos, pan caliente. They say, like, what is that? The hot bread? Yeah, okay. That, that's hot bread. But that's not what it is for us. Yeah. It's like a product, a there selling is, fast product. Yes. There, there, is, there is no product you buy hot bread. Exactly. No. For us, it's a slam. As a Cuban, you say, se vende como pan caliente. Okay. Whatever product you sell fast, we I'm say that. totally going to uh, just mm. record his voice and just play it for people. There we go. <laughs> do, do they have hot cakes, pancakes in Cuba? Not at all. Not at all. Mm. We don't know what is that. We don't know. We were in Cuba. We had eggs every day. Yeah. That was the breakfast. But I, he was there with regular people. He lived there. Eggs and fruit. That was the... Yeah. No, you would never get probably a case in Cuba. Is there a Black Friday in Cuba? Please, Dave, give me a break. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so this is the fascinating thing to me. I'm fascinated by... You have every, he was had, in Wisconsin. There was nothing to do there. He just had to study American culture. You've only been here for 10 years, 12 years. How long are you here? Right, now, 13 years. 13 2008. years. 2008. That's yeah. when I left Cuba. And he's, he's coming up with these Black Friday based on the day after Thanksgiving. You, but you, know, you know, the funny thing is like when I called the lawyers and I say, hey, I want to try Marble Friday. You pay a little extra. They do the research, yes. right? And they say, hey, yeah, you can have it. Wow. It only was a beer company. They have it on Friday. They haven't been trained for cigars. So we did it. Wow. And you have a similar story for hotcakes. No one, no one ever thought exactly. to name like, a cigar hotcakes. Mm -hmm. And that, that really impressed me because, I mean, like I say, a really young company. We're still a small company, a young company in the market. Like Jump on waffles as quick like as you that. can, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jump I, on that shit. I, I, no, can, I can tell next. Dave's kind of jealous he didn't think of this Absolutely. Black Friday thing. Black Friday's a winner. Oh, yeah. Winner. And here is your number one Black Friday consumer. There can't be a bigger one because no. he, you, you said five, six everybody gets every a, year. Everybody only gets a little bit because you only make so many. And this guy wants to buy them all. And uh, he can't buy them all, but he buys most of them. So I buy a lot. Yeah. Actually, the, the one actually that last year, the Corona Gold with a banner wrapper, with the Cafe banner wrapper, I like those. I, like I still have a full 50-count cabinet of them. I got yeah. six boxes last year of those. So do you, do you uh, use this as a test model for maybe making a brand later on? You say, okay, I love what this is. This is going to be impossible because you're not going to be able to get the broadleaf. You're not going to be able to do it. But say last year with a Habano wrapper, you could recreate that cigar. And maybe come up with a brand later. Yeah, but I mean, that is that is it's happened to me already. Like when we came out with the Serie A, yeah, right. That they're the first exclusive for Hawaii. Really? Right. That was the robusto size exclusive for Hawaiian field. Okay. And I remember I told him, "Hey, I really like this blend. So I will give you exclusive the robusto size, but the same year I'm going to release these two size 
the still the same size that we have, the Canyon at 54, and the Corona got the 46 for the market. Because it's called like, Series A also? Yeah, it's called the oh, Series A, the okay. HBC Series A. Series A. You know, it's just crazy that you come out with these names that are... And actually, the Series A is because like all the tobacco we use in that is classification A. Okay. So, Aganosa got A, B, and you got C. But you don't have... An- a size in it. That's the thing that no, it's, no, it's a loser. Don't do that. <laughs> nine Siri inch, A nine and a has quarter. an A size. It would only make sense. I would think you'd be all over that. No, hey, it's terrible. Rainier for Black Friday. Do you think Lancero's a good size, or is that too big for? That would, that, would, that, would, that would be a really good size. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's funny in the market. Like people, I mean, I like Lanceros myself. Yeah, and I don't have any Lancero in my portfolio. Yet next year probably I will come out with a few of them. Oh God, don't do it! But yeah. uh, you, I mean, but you're, you're hitting on all things. We need, you need a loser just so you can say, <laughs> "Oh, that was a mistake." <laughs> don't. I know, but in the market, you, when you can see overall, Lancero don't sell at all. No, that, I mean, that's what I hear from every cigar shop. I mean, yeah. most of the cigar shop. I, mean, yeah, I mean, you guys talk is in, it, in Houston, yeah. like, big time. But it's, it's, it's only a few of them that really sold themselves. Yeah. Overall, it, people it, usually as Robusto, Toros. And I see Toro is really taking over. Toro. A Robusto like this is nice, though. Yeah, it is. A little, little beefy 54. Uh, this is nice, too. Um, don't do the Lancero. I'm not going to buy it. And <laughs> nobody else is. Uh, 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 please don't send in any emails about Dave not wanting to buy the Lancero. So... There is no Black Friday in Cuba. You know Black Friday is really about a retailer making starting to make profit. It's not a holiday of sales. That that ends up happening. The sales happen because, okay, now we're profitable. Any sales that come in is now profit. Yeah, you were the one that told me that. Yes. Because in the beginning, when I did it, I, you just I know that is thinking of that. Yeah. I did it thinking because everybody goes holiday. Yeah, That's but was, it's a, it's a holiday of saving money, and it's not a saving money. Lighting a cigar is not saving money. But anyway, uh, let me not take away from your success of this cigar to begin with, but is there a 4th of July in Cuba? There's a 4th of July everywhere. That's right. There's a 4th of July everywhere <laughs> because, it's a, it's a, because it's a date. A lot of people end up saying, no, we don't have 4th of July. Well, what comes after the 3rd of July is the 4th of July. I didn't but actually it, think you were going there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to blow up your spot. But do you have Halloween, for instance? Is Not at all. No Halloween? No. You have Thanksgiving? Not really. No? Uh, and Cuba is like really like New Year's. New Year's. Yeah. The same day, January 1st, yeah. it's a New Year. I mean, December 31st. <laughs> yeah. It's on December, New Year's Eve. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing for us. There. All right. Like Italy. Yeah, people party, people have it. You can see people in the streets getting ready. I mean, to, for the end of the year, but not really. Not Thanksgiving. Not, it's, America, it's, it's a gringo thing. Like. It is. How yeah. about Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Santa? Santa Claus? Not really. No. He, he no doesn't Santa go Claus. to Cuba. They don't have Santa Claus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you have the Tooth Fairy? You know what that is? What is it? Tooth Fairy? Tooth Fairy. I don't know what it is. So you got to know this now that you're a dad. So what is it? Yes. So when, you- when your child's tooth comes out, you get it, you put it under the pillow, and he goes to sleep that night because he just went through a traumatic thing, his tooth fell out. You put the tooth under the pillow, and when he wakes up in the morning, the tooth is gone, and money is underneath there. Yeah. 
They do that. They do that? Yeah, they okay. do that. And who brings but it? But how, how the can tooth, I die again? Tooth Fairy is a, is a lady that does it at nighttime when you're sleeping. This this freak lady comes in your house. <laughs> oh, okay. And the get it there? Okay. And puts money on it and takes and hopefully doesn't do what, anything what else. What does she do with these teeth? I don't know what she does with them, but she takes the teeth. She wears them on, Makes on a necklace. Bracelets yeah. and necklaces. So, and dentures. It, it's crazy, right? But that's... One of the things that happens in the U.S., along with the Easter bunny for Easter, Santa Claus for Christmas. Do you have anything in Cuba? I mean, like, when you think about America, to me, it's so, like, this is the best country in the world to me. I mean, to me, I, I think that right away. Yeah. When people told me, like, I mean, about Cuba, I'm so proud to be a Cuban and grew up in that culture. But, unfortunately, as a socialist country... And I, I think of myself, when I left Cuba, I left Cuba next to nothing, right? I came yeah. here with nothing. And to be able to have a cigar brand and share my story with people and work for what you really like, and you cannot do that in Cuba. It's as simple but, as that. To me, it's amazing here. Sometimes people here in America, they, they don't tell you that. But cigars was not your plan when you came here. No, not be at a all. doctor. You, was it veterinary? Is I did it at first. Yeah, you did that yeah, first. Yeah, I did it at first. And then I went to the Army for two years because uh. in Cuba you have to go no matter what. So you just thought, they, they, I'm and here. In Cuba, it's like when you, are, when you are in the Army, they think you're going to war the next day. <laughs> you know, they always say, we're going to war well, the next day. Well, who are they going to fight it. with exactly? They're always talking about the gringo, <laughs> but it's all BS. Yeah. You know, it's all BS. Yeah. Um, what do you have in Cuba? that you don't have here. So I'm telling you some things that happen here, um, events and celebrations and the Tooth Fairy and this. And the, Is there something in Cuba? Because that's where I think you would go as opposed to as a Cuban coming to the United States and doing hotcakes and Black Friday would be something that exists in Cuba and doesn't happen here. I mean, like, read a lie about Cuba. Like, I, I miss the people a lot. I mean, I'm talking about yeah, like yeah. The, the, the everyday life right. in Cuba. It's completely different here, right? I'm right, talking about, I think about my neighborhood. Like you wake up, you go to the streets, they that, start talking to people and like, hey, what's up, what's going on? I mean, like that, that, that culture. That's that, how it that, used to be. That more like like this, warm, you know what I mean? Like warm yeah. culture that we have down there in Cuba. Yeah. Everybody I, I, help I, each other out. I, I really miss that. Yeah. yeah. I really miss that, like that touch the everyday. I mean, I'm thinking about here in Miami, I mean, big. Cuban community today, and I have a lot of friends down there. I mean, from Cuba either, and we still connect. But we're so busy. Yeah, yeah. You don't knock at the other guy's door and say, exactly, oh. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to be like that yeah. many years ago. Really? Like, yeah. Like when? In the 60s when I grew up. Okay. That we knew the next door neighbor. If I got, I got sick, the neighbor would come over with exactly. soup and say, oh, I brought some yeah. soup. I heard Dave doesn't feel good. And, you know, things like that existed. And you go over each other's right. houses and the next door neighbor minds the kid if you're going out. And all yeah, that went away. Yeah. It, was, it was great. It I, was great. I think it went away right about when Mr. Jonathan was born. Yes. Right, or, My right, right around My whole neighborhood. That. We all know each other. We all helped each other. Yeah, we yeah. help each other well, right now. Wait a minute. Right though. now. Barry tried to help you when you were sick. Yeah, and he, he, he offered, and yeah, you did. You ignored him. He didn't really want to drive all the way over to my house from Manchester. It's not up to you to project yes. your negativity on other there people. We go. But what's missing here is is food items like pastelitos mm. should be available at every bakery. Cafecito should be available everywhere. Yeah, but that, not that's, just that's, Miami. But you're just talking about think about this right now in QS. I'm down there. Let's, let's get straight to the point. Yeah. It's a mess down there right now. We don't have patelitos in Cuba now. 
the Cuba that you're talking about yeah, is yeah. Cuba in the 50s. It's Cuba in the 40s. Mm. The Cuba that we have today is, is not like that. No. No, I was sure. So, I mean, I grew up there right. like, for 23 been, years. And, and, you, and you've been back since. It's, yes. Yeah. My last time I was there in 2018, and it's not like that, Barry. You're talking about the Cuba that... Cuba revolt. Yeah, like yeah. 50s, 40s Cuba. I hear it was great. Yeah, not so much anymore. No, when I went, yeah, there really wasn't much food even, you know. Yeah, exactly. Here, have yeah. a scrawny chicken and some rice and beans. And that was That's about pretty it. much it. It's, it's, To me, it's, it's really sad for the people there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully change for the better. Yeah, yeah. But let's see. I'm trying to get to some sort of name. Like, like Barry's saying that some companies have come out with um, cigar brands named after Spanish French fries, uh, Papa Fritas, which, you know, you would come out with hash browns because (laughs) (laughs) is there a holiday other than New Year's Day, which is the same here, something that's celebrated over there that is not celebrated over here, that you'd say, oh, today's January 17th, it's a big day, it's Revolutionary Day. So let me get this straight, Dave. January 1st. Yeah, everybody has January 1st. No, no, but January 1st in Cuba is because the revolution. Yes, I saw that it's in The Godfather. It's, it's, the Godfather, did you see it? Exactly, the revolution when yes. Fidel Castro came to power and he yeah. came to Havana January 1st. And it, it's a big thing for them. I have most of my history from movies. The Godfather. So the Godfather, yes. You, you have a cigar manufacturer here who is thinking outside the box, making names that we can pronounce. I'm thinking and, of for, for the gringo over and, here. And I'm thinking of for me. I need some names here. He's, he's killing it. Yes. And you're complaining that his stuff is too easy to pronounce. No, I'm it not It took you a full year to figure out El Wawense, and he changed it to Wise Man. You were bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you got a guy that has English names. We can pronounce them. We can remember them. We love them. I love it. So just, let's keep him going down that thing and yeah. push for waffles. But I think I... <laughs> waffles, sausage, bacon. We can <laughs> do the whole breakfast. Yeah. If I came out with hotcakes, it would not have been as successful as because... He's a Cuban, and he did the opposite. Huh. When everybody, they say when, when people zig, the other person zags, he's right? Just a, he's a hard he, worker. He shows up at events. He's a road warrior. I mean, well, you've got to give him personally some good. credit. Very Cigars good. are good. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the hot cake was like, I was not thinking like really like to get that big splash. But I mean, the back of my mind, I was like, this got to be because the name is so catchy. Nobody you know, tried to talk you out of it? No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, the name is too, too catchy, and, and, and when I was smoking the cigar, I said, it's really good cigar. Yeah. I love the good. swing that they have from the, from the Biso. But imagine if the they, they didn't sell well. You're calling them hotcakes like they sell well. <laughs> and what if it didn't sell well? It, it happened to sell well. It's priced good. It is a good cigar. But you can't not say it when you show somebody. These sell like hotcakes. Right. I've been saying it from the beginning. They sell like hotcakes. All right. What are your early thoughts here on Black Friday 2021, you call it? It doesn't say on it, but this is the 2021 available right now. Retailers are getting it this week, but we're launching it right now. They can go to twoguyscigars.com and yeah, get it. Yeah, they could go to uh, twoguyscigars.com, buy a, a tall stack, the box. And, yeah, uh, you can buy a box. You can buy a single. Yep. Okay. I'd, uh, I'd say you should buy a box. I think these ones will age pretty well, you know. Oh, for sure. I can, I can see that for this wrapper. Yeah. They can age really, really well. I what, so. what you expect? That, 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 that's all the thing, like, people talking about aging cigar. I mean, I have done it before. Like, there are some cigars that don't age well. Even on my portfolio, I have some right. cigars that I, I put it there, and 
a year and or a couple of years, say, let me smoke it to see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, they are good, but they were not what I was expecting. So, and that to me has to be what is inside of the cigar. Yeah. Sometimes you have leaves, they are really rough. But see, if you got a cabinet can, of 50, you can sample them over time. Yes. Right? Okay, Correct. how are they smoking now? And if it's perfect, finish them off. I, I like them. When they age, they mellow out a little bit. A little bit. This, this is up there at a number eight, uh, one out of ten. It's an eight in strength. I'd uh, give it a seven, but okay. Of course you will. <laughs> but well, pass through your nose. When you pass through your nose, you feel a little. Yeah, yeah, you pass through it. your nose. No, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you expect when you see a cigar wrapper that has this hue is you you automatically, my mind anyway, goes to, I'm, I'm expecting there's going to be a char component. There's going to be a beefy component. I'm not getting any of that. It's more molasses. Sweetness, it's, yeah. It's it caramelized sweet. sugar. There's a lot of sweetness happening. And not... There's yeah. a little bit of spice in the background on the finish, but there's not a yeah. lot of that spice that you would say, oh, this is definitely Nicaraguan. It doesn't present that way. Black licorice? You're, you're talking yeah. about the molasses, I think, and now in caña de azúcar. You know, caña of sugar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The brown, you do the with brown the, liquid. Yeah, with the brown liquid. Yeah, yeah. But it's sweet. Sweet, yeah, that's sweet. Syrupy sweet. Yeah. Like syrup. Like the pancake syrup we had yesterday. It was delicious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the eggs. The eggs. I he was the very eggs. he was very much about the eggs. I they, busted out yeah, a little I Gordon really Ramsay action. Gordon Ramsay really, really on good. it. Jonathan was a good. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, uh we had hot cakes at the Brenna breakfast at dinner last night. Do we have hot cakes in Cuba? Well, I already answered that. So I'll figure a different question out and lots more. Um We'll find out what's next on HVC and what's going on there. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We're back and we're smoking the Black Friday 2021 with Rene Lorenzo from HVC Cigars. You heard that last commercial, the accent that was on here. He's got it. He's got the, but you talk fast. Yeah, that's, that's a Cuban thing. Yeah, so you, fast. People sometimes say, can't understand. can you slow down? Because I don't have idea what are you talking about. So as an American, you came to this country, you knew English? No, not much? Not at all. Not at all? Nothing. And if we talk fast, you have a hard time understanding us. Yeah. So the same thing happens. I remember so, my first days, I mean, my first year in Wisconsin, it was a mess for me. It was difficult. You went to Wisconsin <laughs> first? Yeah. Why, yes. why do you choose that? You get the map? I mean, I know I, I was working there for a genetics company because of my veterinarian background back in Cuba first. And... I really enjoy Wisconsin. Let me tell you that. The, probably that's the best thing that happened to me as a Cuban immigrant to come to this country. Just I mean, because it's probably cold. No, it's like I want to learn the culture, right? I, yeah. I want to we we with the people from here. And my Maya was say, "You got to speak English. You you really want to live in this country." And probably if I was stuck in Miami. Probably that would not happen. Right? Right. In Miami, you don't think English at all. You don't need to. So now you love cheese and the Packers. Are you a Packers fan? I mean, what yes, I yeah. am a Packers fan. And Rocky I'm Patel, not cheese too much. Rocky Nobody's Patel came fan. from India. He went to Wisconsin too, <laughs> of, of all places. I love the Packers. Yeah, you see what happened right now with my boy. Aaron I Gary. know. 
So. I got to uh, do a quick shout out here. We have uh, Mark and Mark from Jersey. It was easy to remember because they both have the same name. Good. Drove up from New Jersey. Drove up to see us and get they some came cigars. To see Renier. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. We got the shirt. They got the cigar authority shirt. He's yeah. wearing his colors. I'm wow. so proud. I did a double take downstairs. I'm like, what? What, what the? Yeah, nice sweatshirt, buddy. How cool? How cool? Um, in the next hour, we're going to light up the cigar we have in the care package, uh, and there'll be a thousand people smoking along with us. It's the HVC Edition Especial 2018. 2018. Yeah. Why 2018? That's the question everyone's asking. Actually, that's the same blend, and I have in one of my best-selling cigars, the HVC Special Edition 2015. That was my first time using San Andres Maduro wrapper, and 2015 was the year I launched that at the IPCPR by then the PCA now. And I use exclusive tobacco from two farms, one in Jalapa and one in Esteli. That's what it's called, a Special Edition. Okay. So in 2018... I did it with Corojo 99 wrapper. And this year, I mean, with all the craziness happening in the cigar world, I was not able to come out with 2021 because I wasn't working on other projects. Okay. And I was not able to make it to okay. 2021. So probably the next one would be 2024. 24? Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking way ahead. Always. You got to do that. I'm thinking in long term. All right. What's next? The Moving next? back to Wisconsin? <laughs> no. Okay, just no. checking. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next thing we'll, we'll see I mean, on the horizon that you are willing to give up? I mean, like, always, that's like I say, what's next, right? So, like I say, we're still a small cigar company. We we have a lot of legs to keep going. Yeah. So, and, and, and for us, I think in that way, we have to keep going, right? To keep, to get a way better quality control because I want the same people to smoke the same cigars as they smoked before. Yeah, it has been. You have you have a great factory there. And, and then, on, yeah, great tobaccos. And, but oh. the, the tobacco, is, is, it's all about the details. You know, it's a lot of small details that you have to be on top of that. And and what happened right now, hopefully this go away. I mean, it's, I mean, I was in Nicaragua, like I say, a month ago, and and we were talking about that. It's not feeling that right now. Mm. A lot of people get a hard time to get fillers. Would because you, they demand. Would you ever consider outside Nicaragua? Not probably, yeah. yeah, probably, yeah. Always, like, I mean, like, like I say, the most important thing for me in the cigar is flavor. So I'm so picky about that, particularly, like, what I can bring to the consumers, something completely different from what I really have in my portfolio. So when you say something, bring outside something on Nicaragua, gotta say, I mean, I, we haven't seen already. I am the guy, they always try new wrappers. Yeah. To see what flavor do it in the cigar. I don't mind to, to working with, with all the type of tobacco always. Like I said, you, you are a chef. I mean, like, I try to, let's see what's next and, and, and flavor profile for sure. I can see what, what, how the consumers react to that. Always you got people looking for something new and, and something different. Yeah. Is there a tobacco that you want to work with that you haven't been able to source yet? I smoking some like Matafina. Yeah, great. Yeah, but I, I, I hear there's not a lot of available. Yeah, there's right. companies that work with that already, they have in that. Yeah. And look at right now the struggling I have with the Broleaf right now. My first selection Broleaf right now is in Bacotter. Mm. You had it when nobody else did. 
this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. And when you your Broadleaf came out, I'm like, oh my God, he's got Broadleaf. Nobody had it, and there you are. And here, here you come out with Black Friday, Broadleaf again. Wow. Yeah, because I, I cut it. My production for regular to make something special oh. for the Black Friday. All right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. You have what you have, and that's it. But you know what's over. I mean, and like I say, I see you, like, probably, like, we were talking about this last night. At some point, the Broadleaf probably is going to get so hard. I mean, I'm talking about the Connecticut Broadleaf. Right now, you got companies. I mean, you got AJ and other people growing Broadleaf down there. Yeah. So, but as I hear... Here it's getting difficult, difficult every year to get Connecticut relief from here. Yeah, because yeah. I mean they they build like what like WalMarts and condos and all that. Yeah, the, the land is more valuable than the tobacco. Yes, is Aganosa trying new tobaccos there? They have new things. The, the 2012. Okay, that's the new thing. Yeah. Okay, that's the mm-hmm. newest. Okay, are they trying to grow anything like broadleaf down there? Not yet. It's just so crazy because the the soil is so fertile. Why wouldn't they be able to grow a good broadleaf in Nicaragua? I've, ha- I've had it from other places, and it doesn't taste like this. That's the problem. It, it's called that, but it doesn't taste like this. If you want to taste real broadleaf tobacco, this is the one because this is that sweet. Fine, I'll buy another box. You, you, don't, need, you don't need to buy any more. You don't down. have to buy them all. But you hear all this talk about broadleaf. You want to taste what broadleaf Tastes like this is broadleaf. This is the this best is that- broadleaf cigar to come out in at least a decade. Mm. Wow! This saw a ninety-five rating. Yeah, this it. This is phenomenal broadleaf. Like if you've tried it in the past, and there's some companies like this has that brindle effect. It has that natural look to it. There are other companies. Yeah, it's not pretty. That, yeah, that treat they, it to make it more well, uniform they, and color. They're this, cooking it. And, yes. And what they do when they do that is they actually change the taste component to it. Yeah. And you got to get past it's not pretty. It just tastes so good. But There's look at the – it, like it's this. not pretty. But look at the combustion line. It's practically non-existent. Yeah. I mean, this this tobacco Aged. has some age on it, mm-hmm. and it really pays off in dividends in the flavor. I mean, when you're talking about it, the ugly of the rubbers and that come to my mind. I mean, my favorite cigar from Cuba is the, the Cohiba Siglo Six, okay. the Cañonazo. Yeah. And when you see the rubber, you say, well, Cohiba usually in general, they don't got that pretty rubber. I mean, I'm not talking about the high yeah, Cohiba, yeah. Mexican. I mean, right. I'm talking about just the regular Cohibas. Yeah. The rubber is not pretty at all. But when they are really good, they are super tasty. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Ash Holes, the podcast that, that happens here on Tuesdays. So he... He was on that before. He was on, but they did a show two weeks ago. Um, it was just last week, wasn't it? What, last week? I think so, yeah. No, week before. You're right. The sexiest men in the cigar industry. Who is it? Well, they put a whole list together. I don't know if they had Terrence Riley was on it, I believe. Yeah, uh, you, you were, were on you it. Yeah, Terrence is your competition. My wife, so you my, got my, this my, my wife, my wife would be so happy about that. Right, only if you win, right? She'll probably get yeah, rid of you. Yeah, she'll probably get say, baby, so we got to move on. You are one of the contenders in there, and and by the way, none of us on the panel were in this at all. No, um, but I mean, I shaved my neck this morning. I mean, I, I'm I did a little bit good. too, you know. I did a little bit down here to see. You're in the running for it. And is it next week, the following week, a couple weeks from now? Yeah, it's in the next couple of weeks. I haven't seen I, this schedule. I think this is bigger than the Cigar of the Year. Yeah. This is... It could be the is, biggest thing. Who is going to be the sexiest man in the cigar industry? And you are in contention. So you congratulations know what really, to you. You know what I really like about I can see that yeah. probably in the last five years, 
more women smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. And then that's so pretty. I mean, you, you can see in the social media, like, I mean, you put a picture of yourself smoking cigar and nobody cares about it. And you can see a lady putting a picture of smoking cigar and everybody got crazy. It looks better. It's a big yeah, it looks better. It does look better. <laughs> we, have, we have two of them smoking with right? us right now. Sure, right One, now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else you got? What else you got here? He's not, he's not telling me what the next item is, and I wanted to go with that. Uh, trade show. <laughs> trade show's good for you? Yeah. Always yeah. trade show. We have been really, really, I mean, we support the industry. and Small footprint like, all the time. There's your small yeah, footprint of course. with a lot of people standing yeah. in line. No, I, I mean, not, not like that, but it was like, always for us, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest sales of the year for us. Okay. Yeah. But opening always. new accounts? The only one really surprised me was the TPE. I was not expecting that. Yeah. And I've been doing it for two years, and it's been unbelievable. And I think this year it's going to be a grand slam, too. More people get into it. Sure, sure. Are you yeah. going to introduce anything new at TPE? Yes, I will. Let's leave it like that. Okay. <laughs> so coming in January, there's Don't be like go. Mickey Peg and not tell us shit. <laughs> it will be a Nicaraguan cigar. It will not be broadleaf. <laughs> How about size-wise? Let's yeah. smoke the bro. This is smoking the Black Friday smoking good. What do you what do you like for <laughs> what do you like for sizes? I mean, I, I like toros. Okay, but I, I, probably my favorite I can say is Corona Gorda. Yeah, Same. yeah, the forty six by five five yeah. eight. But really, when I got time, I like to smoke a fifty four by six or fifty two by six too. I really like it. Okay, okay, because yeah. you can pack with a thicker cigar. You can pack more tobaccos in there and have a more dynamic flavor than you can with a thinner cigar. Yeah. yeah. See, he doesn't not, agree. Not agreeing 100%. No. Uh, you I take like, the same blend. You take the same the same basic just blend. Just because you, you have blow space doesn't mean you're going to shove at his, everything Look at his 60 ring gauge in the hotcakes. Oh. How much more dynamic that cigar is, how much more flavor it has, how much stronger it is, because he didn't mess around and put bullshit fillers in there. He, boosted, he boosted the Lajero so that you got flavor. It's much stronger. It's at least it's twice the, as strong as the, the next size. It's the only cigar we have that the bigger ring gauge cigar is fuller bodied than the thinner ring gauge cigar. The only one that exists, I think. But I mean, this is something that I learned, I mean, from the people that really know about tobacco. We don't, I, I don't know shit about tobacco. The people that really know about tobacco, it's like when you go up in size, it's more easy to blend, right? Because at the end of the day, what you're putting is adding more tobacco on it, yeah. right? More filler. When you go down, that's when the tricky part comes. I say the tricky part because, I mean, like, I mean, when I always say looking for cigar, I'm looking for flavor, balance, construction, and clean finish, right? When you go down, the balance is really tricky there yeah. because you don't have enough filler for that. So how can you find that? That's the tricky part Because you're part trying to, to balance blend there. combustion and flavor at the same time. Correct. Because yeah. you can, you can and, boost and, and, the flavor and you're going to have shit combustion. But in the flavor, and that's in that part is when the wrapper play a big role in that. Yeah. It's playing a big role on Black Friday. The wrapper mm, is playing the biggest role. It's what the flavor. Doing? Yes. Yeah. It's, and you to look me, at the to foot. Me, to me, the wrapper is, is really important in a cigar. Yeah. You look at the foot of his Black Fridays and you got that classic cinnamon swirl in there. Yeah. And some people look at that and they go, oh, my God, this one's going to be way stronger. No, no, no. It's going to be sweeter because of what he's using for filler. Yeah. Did you guys think in my portfolio I have a really strong, strong cigars? Strong? I mean, a strong, strong, strong cigar. I'm talking about like full, 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 full body. 
your big ring gauge on the hot cakes, hot cakes is that's, the strongest one. You think it's so? It's too strong for that's me. A, okay. That's a 9 out of 10. And I smoke regular hot cakes all the time, all the other sizes, all the time. And I'm all done with, with the 60 ring gauge okay. because... You threw up once. No, I didn't. I mean, because I mean, yeah. I mean, for my palate, I think the 2015... It's the most full body cigar I have in my portfolio. Really? Yeah. This is the one we're going to smoke next. No, no. The, the 2015, the Maduro one with San oh, Andres Maduro rubber. Okay. Yeah. He's you know, on the show, but he's not actually listening. You know, funny, qu funny question about tobacco, like, people always say it's San Andres Maduro rubber. Yeah. Right? Do you know what seed is it? Which what? What seed? seed. What seed? Yeah. Sumatra? I don't know. <laughs> You don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that was a question. Yeah, you know, so, so San Andres is called because the value of San Andres. Yes. But the sea can be like, can be a criollo. Or can be, they, they don't tell you the way you buy from that. Oh. So you got to say, yeah, I, I actually I got a, I was talking last week with a big guy in the industry and I was asking him and I think he told me it was something like AKT, something like that. Barry, you got any information on that? No, I do not. Wow. Never, ne That's funny, question right? That's never come up. No. Exactly. Yeah. No, you, you, you knew it was named right? after the valley, but they never share the seed variatile. Exactly. That's what I say. Yeah. It's funny, huh? Yeah. I mean, there are some companies that refer to San Andreas as Nicaraguan. Oh, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there are. No, I say because we, we they buy it from the Turin family. Yes. That's probably the biggest growing. Yeah. Or San Andres down there, but that that's always tricking my mind. So, but when you're going to buy the tobacco, you're going to sample the tobacco anyways before you buy it. So you try a roll up a little cheroot and smoke it. Yeah, but San Andres quite tricky for that because you got so dark and that like you try to do that with criollo corojo, probably you can find the flavor right away. With the San Andres, that like not probably that kind of seed. That's, that's my question. We're going to find the answer to that. I, I want to give a, another shout-out, by the way, to Brian Charles, who hails originally from my favorite city. Um, Bangkok. Bangkok. He, uh, Bangkok he, sent me, he sent me quite the, uh, quite the gift in the form of coffee. Really? And, uh, very nice of him. Thank you, Brian. Speaking of coffee, you got your coffee, too, from the cigar pulpit guys? Uh, yeah, after I complained, huh. he came in. Did they say why they never... No. No. They don't like you, right? Well, probably. Yeah. No, they like you because they ended up sending it. Mm, I had to say something. Yeah? I'm still a little soured. A little? Very <laughs> soured. Very soured. Very soured. Yeah. You guys were seeing the cigar market China would take over? In long term? It's interesting. Have huh. you sold to China? No. No? I mean, we, we, we only 99% we sell just in the United States. Like I said, we're still growing here. And I, I have a account in DR, Dominican Republic, and, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. They, Most of my... They are buying everything. They are buying From everything. Cuba, I know. They, they have, do. You, have you tasted a Chinese-made cigar? No. So they... Great Wall of China is the, is the factory that's there. They produce millions and millions of cigars. They're terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. I, I smoked it. It's, it's uh, a step down from Indonesian tobacco. It's just... There's no flavor to it or anything. So they're buying cigars. They 
bought into Habanos. I mean, so they have plenty of Cuban cigars, along with they're buying everything from everybody. So it's it's a big market that's out there, but don't forget the United States, because right now, United States is the number one consumer for handmade cigars. But you're asking a question. I, I think it's yeah, going like, to change. Yeah, I, I think it's going to change. I mean, long term, because I'm thinking Cuban is doing tremendous jobs and doing that. Mm. I mean, I, I remember I wasn't. I wasn't Havana on my last trip, and I wasn't a cigar shop, and this Chinese guy came in, and he came with a book, right? Yeah. And he told the lady, I want this and I want that. When the guy left, it was like almost $20,000. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's happening even in retail stores. That they, they're going uh, big in Europe, especially, that the Habanos dealers that are there, Habanos dealer in Europe only can sell Habanos. They can't sell okay. new world cigars, right? Mm. So they're getting less because most of it's going to China anyway. Not only do they get less, the people that are walking into their stores are Chinese, and they're buying everything. Yeah. So that the regular consumer uh, isn't able to get it. So the world is open for new world cigars to go to Europe, but they're buying them anyway. Yeah, like, I mean... More than I start trying smoking. I mean, probably right there, I can see a really less tourism. Right? Absolutely. All right. Renee, we're out of time for the hour. We're going to bring Matt Tobacco on in the next, but thank you for coming thank up. You. Continue thank success. you. Thank you for having Black and Friday is thank available you so much. right now. Right now, twoguyscigars.com. It's right on the rotator on the front page. <laughs> And your favorite brick-and-mortar stores will have it next week. Yeah, starting next week. Starting next week. Thank you. When we come back, Matt Tobacco does a podcast and is a cigar geek. We're going to talk to him as we get ready for our contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Let's hear from him about what he thinks was hot for 2021 and what he was disappointed with. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and joining us is Matt Tobacco from the Smoking Tobacco Podcast. We're getting ready for contenders for the Cigar of the Year just two weeks away. What will the others do? Welcome back, and welcome back, Matt Tobacco. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since I've been up here. Yeah. <laughs> sat in that chair for quite a while, and uh, you had a hell of a uh, year or so uh, getting to the trade show and all the different things you did. Uh, we're getting ready for the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, and... Uh, just wondering what you think the other people are going to do. 
uh, before we make the announcement of what we're going to do. So uh, first, let's smoke the next cigar. Barry, what do we have? Well, today's second cigar is the HVC Edition Especial 2018, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 6x56 Toro Gordo, and it features a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper from Jalapa with Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back $10.69, while a box of 20 is $188.99, which comes out to just $9.45 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $25 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Once again, what's the wrapper on this? Nicaraguan Corojo from Jalapa. Okay. All right, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. Oh, what a good draw. I was nervous because this is packed. It feels like I'm holding a stick. But 56 ring. It's drawing perfect. I would agree. Way different. A little profile. sherry. Yeah. A little sherry on the cold draw. I thought you were nope. saying cherry. No, but it's oh, just cherry. a little cherry. It's cherry. No, no this is like a... Yeah, cherry is... I'd go cherry. If you finish a, a cherry? scotch... Yeah. Cherry. Cherry. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah. If you finish a scotch C-H- in a sherry barrel. Sherry? That's because you That's and Dave aren't as civilized as Jonathan and I. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to change my answer. I don't ever, <laughs> little, little ever want to like agree with him. When I, when I am cold drawing on an Atabay, that cherry taste. It's not, not cherry. It's sherry. No, that's what you say it is. That's what I it is. I say it's cherry. You're way off. See, I think I heard cherry, and then my mind just went there, so now that's where I am. Mm. And I taste it. It's and it's sweet. a red band, so cherry. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cherry. it's all about association. Yes. All right. Colors. Yeah. All right. Light her up. We're going to light our cigar that tastes like sherry on the cold draw <laughs> using the Monarch by Lotus lighter. This is a lighter that has a cigar rest on the lid. You flip the top, four jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. I'm back sparking on mine. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Monarch by Lotus. I'm going to do a little lighter maintenance here. All right. It's good. Why not? Right here in front of everybody. Well, what happens sometimes is because the igniter, and even on a newer lighter, the igniter ends up sitting in the flame, and as it heats up, it bends away from the jets and starts to arc out to the housing and causing a backspark, which mm. is away from the butane. So you've got to give that a little bend back, and the lighter works perfect. Now, right. now can you prove that it works now? Boom. Wow. He's real good at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... You got a broken lighter, you bring them to Mr. Jonathan, he's yeah. going to fix it. Absolutely. It's a good lesson to learn, too. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many other lighters I've had where that's happened, and it's it's don't, annoying, too. Yeah, don't throw them away. Get them all together, hand them to Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, I've had it happen on, like, a lower-end lighter. I've had it on yeah. real high-end lighters, yeah. too. It's not like, you know, 
It can happen to anything. Yeah, Jonathan loves that. You know which customer this is that comes in with a bag full of lighters for him. His name rhymes with Tom Troy. Yeah. (laughs) These are all broken. No, they just need to be filled, buddy. I'm I'm on it. It's usually in the... I'm on it. It's in the dozens, usually. Oh, yeah. I've gone over his house and walked around and tried to None use the lighters and nothing, nothing's working and stuff. And then I find one. He goes, yeah, this one works over here. I'm like, okay. He goes through phases where he just buys new lighters every week because the other ones aren't. He forgot them, so he buys new lighters and yeah. brings them in by the bag. All right, Matt Tobacco, how's the show going? Smoking tobacco show. Wonderful. And you got a lot going on. you got multiple shows. We have, we, yeah, that's right. We have two shows. One of them's on tonight. Bi-weekly. That's right, bi-weekly. So shout out to our good friend, William Cooper of Scar Coop. Yes. Because uh, tonight is the Spare Notes series show. Spare Notes, which is what's left over from your show, his shows, and things you didn't use, which is very interesting. Mm. Uh, because what I try to do is I don't get to certain things, and I put it aside. But then by the time I am looking at those things, they've, they're outdated. I can't use them. Mm-hmm. So you say, oh, after a couple of weeks, you got a few things. I got a few things. We got a whole show right here. So can I just say on record here in front mm-hmm. of everyone here in the audience and the listeners at home, um, it's a concept that I did come up with um, for that reason. But yeah, what I'll, it's I'll turned, give it to you, buddy. But what it, no, but what it's <laughs> turned into is just the coop beef of the week where it's like, all right, so there's this, this, and this. And then Coop's like, yeah, you know what? I wanted to talk about this. And then he gets all fired up about it. And it so goes you, on. You listen to his thing and then say, you, you see he wanted to go further on this, but he didn't. So let me mock that down and let him go. Oh, yeah. There's been times where like he'll, he'll be on his rant, and then he'll be like, oh, don't get me started about this. And then I just write oh, it down perfect. next Listen, week. Yes, yes. <laughs> good, good. Like Lanceros. Like, yeah. We had a whole thing on Lanceros. I kept saying, we'll do that next week. We'll do that next week. And then finally we got to it, and I let him go on his thing about. So he's, a, he's a con. He's against it. See, he claims that he doesn't not like Lanceros. He just feels that not every Lancero is great. Because he's like, there are Lanceros I like, but and he gets into it. But Absolutely true. But Absolutely. He, and he mentioned you. He's like, I've gotten put in this category with like David Garofalo <laughs> being a Lancero <laughs> hater. <laughs> and, it, and it's not. I, I don't like people coming out with Lanceros because automatically the Lancero lovers are going to say, I love it. And well, your even problem, if it's a piece of shit, they're going to say they love it because they love the whole idea of this cigar shape. Yeah. It's not true. You everyone, struggle. Everyone is not good. You Every st- once in a while, there is a good one. But the big point is they do not sell. As a retailer, I'm telling you, it doesn't work. So all these people telling Rainier, you should do a Lancero, you should mm-hmm. do a Lancero. This guy's going to put a lot of money into Lancero. It's not going to go well for him. And look what you're doing. And to your guy. problem is, in reality, you don't like saying no to people. And when they hit you with, okay, we came out with a new Lancero, the answer is automatically no, because we know from the data. And I'm telling them up front, it's listen, I'm not going to buy it, because he's going to call me. And he's going to say, hey, I got this Lancero. Please take it on. Please take it on. So I'm telling you up front, I'm not taking the thing. I'll try it. And if it happens to be a fantastic cigar, but it's not going to sell well. And I, if I do buy it, it's going to be very, very few. It's a very defeatist attitude. I've done it for 37 years. But what I've if been the, caught up on this for Dave, so many times. What if the 38th year is the year? Well, what we do here. Name one that sells. I, I can. can't. You can't. What I find funny online is people who say, I love Lanceros, I love Lanceros. They'll buy two or three Lanceros. Singles. But, right, but then a box of Robusta. Yeah. The two that sell frequently in our store, both Aladino products, you have the 
Uh, one that sells out is the Cameroon Lancero, and then also by the box goes the Maduro Lancero. And they, and they sell out because I order very few. Fine. That's whatever your reasoning is. They do sell. And then there's also Ed Sullivan buys uh, four boxes at a whack. The, uh, <laughs> the Rojas. The he Rojas. does it just to piss me off. Whatever the reason is. <laughs> spite is not is not. Spite a, is a good reason. Yeah. It's a driving it's, force of my life. It's uh, a hate buy. Yeah. <laughs> he's bought like 12 boxes of them. So yeah, that's going to show up. That's going to show up in the reports at the end of the year. 12 he, boxes of them. He Dave, shows me them. I, I gave you one and he, you liked it. It was good. It was good. It was good. But yeah, you're not going to sell a ton of them. No. I bought a few boxes of the Atave Spiritus Lancero. That's uh, great. Well, it's a 100 rated cigar. <laughs> According to Barry, yes. and I think it does disservice to the whole Atave line. I beg you, if you're going to try Atave, do not buy the Spiritus and do not buy the Hechisos, which both of which you buy. I buy the baby Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, because it does a disservice to the blend of that cigar, much like you were saying, you just can't fit. Correct right. tobacco. You, you don't end up with Lajero in it. You yeah, end up having I, to go down a priming. I, I, another argument that Coop had was, is he goes, I've given a Lancero Cigar of the Year. Yes, he I can't is. remember which one it was, but the point is, is that he was like, well, so I don't hate them. I mean, I've, I've given I one the top a, prize. I think he did it to a Nat Sherman, the, huh. the Joel or whatever it was, which is out of business now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, point taken. Uh, top 25 list, they're coming out. Um, who is going to get the big nods this year? Who are people going to go for? What seems to be what's hot or trendy with the bloggers and the podcasters and the and the magazines that that put these lists out? Typically, we do not fit. The Cigar Authority does not fit in with them. Actually, we're not even considered in the consensus with them at all. So they take us out of the mix completely. Because we only do eight and we don't do 25. Is that the magic number? Well, I don't we, know. we don't do two through eight. We just do number one and yeah. never mention what the other two through eight yeah. do because it doesn't matter. They're losers. Right. Num- yeah. who, for, for instance, Cigar Aficionado, you know what the number one cigar of the year was for Cigar Aficionado last year. What was number two? You don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody does. Never mind what number 17 was or 23. All that matters is what number one is, and that's why we, we have contenders, and then we go through the process, and then we say this is what the winner is. So number two through 25 doesn't matter. It's almost, you know, let's show respect to a company or whatever it is. That's how I feel when mm-hmm. it comes to it. Who's going to top the list is what matters. So who's going to top the list this year? Number one? Oof. There's some good stuff that came out this year. Um, I'll tell you, my favorite newest release is probably the Placencia Amaforte Colorado. That's my favorite. Which was limited. It's the one in the green box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one that... Never even smoked it. The other one that came out... got very little. Yes. The other one that came out that I was... Uh, I don't want to say surprise, because I feel like that paints like a dark cloud. Yeah, but, I get you. But... The Rocky Patel 60. Good yep. cigar. I really liked that cigar. I thought that they did a really good job with that one. That was a home run. And, yep. it, and, and it, Rocky it, is certainly due. He certainly pays his fair share uh, as far as advertising goes. I, I think he made that one for my 60th birthday this I think year. He well, probably, yeah. 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 Sounds Had right. nothing to do with his 60th no, birthday. No, no. Sure Does anybody have the balls to put Ferry Otego up at the top? Matt Tobacco. Does anybody <laughs> have the balls? <laughs> well, here's the thing with Ferry Otego. So I had the Generoso. I liked it. It was good. 
The problem is, is could it? In theory, yes, but it's come out so late in the year and it's limited. And See, I don't think that's going to play into it because even though Stillwell Star hasn't come out everywhere except for the one shop launch so far, yeah. I think Stillwell Star is going to be on a lot of people's top ten lists. It's just a love affair with soccer. It just doesn't make sense. But it's for either of those, but... In Saka's case, he has such a loyal following, people that'll smoke anything that he puts out. So it, it it's an easy win as far as most cigar stores have it. And How many cigars do you have to smoke of a certain brand to say this is the number one cigar of the year? It's not one, right? You have to go through it a bunch of times. And I, it, it can't work with, first off, I've never smoked it. We got six to- total boxes between three stores and an online company, boxes of 10. It's 60 cigars, and I'm not going to take it away from my, the consumer. Barry did. He lit it up, but I, I'm not going to take it away from the consumer to, to do that, so I don't even know what it tastes like. I assume it's good. I hear nice things. We'll and, buy it again when it comes out. Maybe I'll the, try it Yeah, and the Elegante sold out before the Generosa, which mm. was the Connecticut shade one. Of course. Yeah, but but no one's gonna. None it, of the bloggers are gonna give that no, consideration. No, but the, it, the geeky following of 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 Herklots, you would think it would have been reversed because we've had this conversation before where the geekier cigar smoker likes a stronger cigar. I don't think because he has if you look a at geeky the, following, if you look at the consensus, seven out of ten cigars, if not more, are stronger than full bodied cigars. Seven of them a Masaka, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, how far could he take it? Could Saka come out with a cigar where he blends in some cigarette tobacco, and now this is the next thing? Because to me, once you're throwing pipe tobacco in, is that a cigar anymore? I don't know. Well, we were at the trade show, and that was announced, and it came out. I just remember saying, and I think we and you talked about talked about it too, and it was, I remember just thinking, like, kind of like what Jonathan said, if anyone could do a cigar like that, it's Saka. Listen, he it could be the most successful thing. Who knows how it's going to be? I didn't believe in acid when it came out. I said, there's no chance this thing is going to take off. It's probably the biggest selling cigar in the United States is the acid brand. Look at his Umbagog. It's in a brown bundle. Mm-hmm. He says that it's second tier tobacco. It's the stuff that didn't make the grade. He comes out and says it. Right. And, and it, it sells goes. by the full bundle. Yeah. It's almost a Padron type of thing that doesn't, it's going to work no matter what. Padrones do, by the way. I've been saying it for the last three years. It's been a while on Padrona. They, they are always up there in the ratings. Well, the only thing they came out with was a 60 ring gauge this year and it never came out. So. That doesn't matter because it's gonna. They're gonna top. Do you the list. believe that it has to be it come out the past year or so? I know that a lot of the peers that I have, um, it, it when they do their list or what they vote on or what they take into consideration a contender, usually the rule is it has to have been out within the last year. I know some people who say it's got to be out by the trade show of that year to be in that that year's list because they want to see it on store shelves. They want to see how it performs over a somewhat longer period of time. Of course. Because, look, anything could come out like November 1 and sell and be crazy and then make that list. And then, you know, January when they've been out and the market saturates a little bit, Oh, okay, and it kind of drops off. So I think that the idea is not only just the cigar quality itself to whoever's grading it, reviewing it, but also just to see kind of how it does in the market as well. 
Yeah. I can't. We have to shut it off in October because we have lots of criteria that have to happen after that point. So we right. do it uh, October to October. And, um, you know, that's upon receiving the product. So sometimes it is a little longer before we even receive it. So maybe it started in January the previous year and we just didn't get it in till then and held off for whatever reason it happens to be. So Ferry Otago is not going to make the cut. Uh, it can't because it came in once and I didn't even smoke it and it's too limited and all these things. To make a limited cigar that's a one and one and done, or in this case, it's going to be ongoing, but small amounts. Yeah, yearly, yearly release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it won't even come in again till next until year. Until next year. Yeah. So that's it, right? And if I get six boxes next year, I probably won't try it again. Well, he's going to up production next year, so maybe you'll get to try one. Or maybe Michael will bring you one next week. Maybe. Or how about on on um, the regular lines that he has? He has Timeless. Timeless. I think Timeless is. I haven't had the new ones yet. Okay. Uh, I haven't had them. I've had the previous iteration of Timeless yeah. from Nat Sherman, which I always enjoyed the, the Timeless Supremes. That was probably my favorite from those. But um, And it's supposed to be the same. Supposed to be. I've heard conflicting reports saying that it's not the same. I don't think it's the same. Okay. But I haven't smoked it myself, so I can't give like that straight opinion on it. Okay. How about Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Journal? Those are the big guys. Yeah. What do they pick as number one? See, I, for some reason, I just my mind keep, when I think of print media, I keep thinking of Rocky Patel, and, and overdue. I, he's overdue, and I think he did a really good job with that sixty. Yeah, I think you mm. could see that sixty up there. Even his twenty fifth anniversary, it was very solid. I mean, yeah. he's got two good the number contenders. six gets big ratings. That's another one. I can tell you what's going to come in number eleven. <laughs> really? Yeah, because they always throw a bone to somebody. And it's always right around eleven. Yeah, and we were just looking at the big smoke, and Nat Chico was in there. And I'm going to say that comes in at number 11. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> and Peter strikes again. This time the animal rights group wants, to, wants baseball to rename the bullpen to the arm barn. The group says bullpen makes mocks animals and instills fear in bulls. Arm barn? Arm barn instead of the bullpen. What's next? Vegan baseballs? And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Why arm barn? Because that's where the they, pitchers are. They go to warm up, they loosen up their arms. In but the they bullpen. Say, okay. Using bullpen instills fear in bulls. Huh. I don't think what the bulls the are fuck? even aware of it. They don't even understand English. No, I'm pretty no. sure they don't. Right. Yeah. All right. Golden child of 2021. Well, it could be um, the up-and-comer, or it could be the, um, what do you want, rookie of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I'll tell you, I really like the All Saints St. Francis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really love that cigar. Um, I know you guys just had Mickey on last just week. Just had it, and it is a spectacular cigar. Uh his regular line was a contender of the year last year, mm-hmm. and uh, 
the St. Francis is even better, so I don't yeah. see how it doesn't get up there. Um, and that's Rocky Patel, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, his factory in Nicaragua that produces that. That would be a half-ass, okay, right? His, his <laughs> the, the two-for-one, right? They, yeah. get, they get two-for-one. Uh, and, and um, you know, that's a startup company. They're just two years now. Uh, last week was two years since that company started. So he could be a big thing. Uh, I've known Mickey for a long time. It's great to have him back in the industry. Wish he would answer a question every once in a while. <laughs> yes, we had a, we had a, 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 a disgruntled uh, interviewer. Have you had that happen on your show? You just can't get anything out of somebody. Refuse to answer the questions in any way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's very specific individuals too, um, like Matt Booth from Room One Hundred One. Oh, mm. so you have him on he was, often. He, he's your buddy. He's a tough <laughs> interview because he's driving the ship. Oh, he is. We Th- had this- him on years ago. Uh, Jonathan, you were on the show mm-hmm. in those days. Uh, he's a, he's I would say a tough interview because he wants to play, and you're trying to have a legitimate show. <laughs> so I, time, so. I will say the first time he came on, it was a wild ride. Um, he came on for our anniversary show, which was kind of, it wasn't really an interview show. So that was, uh, that's like a mulligan to me, but he came on this week. Um, and surprisingly, even Nicole said it too. She was like, wow, that was pretty tame for Matt. All it right. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We had, we know, veterans days coming up next week. So yes. we got into his military background and stuff and, uh, it's kind of the, some of the other stuff that he, stuff that he's working on. Like he has a, he's doing a release that's going to go towards, um, Alzheimer's. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was actually, we had some real yeah. conversation. All right. Yeah. Good. You were surprised and, and yeah. grateful for it. It was good. All right. <laughs> I hear it's a cigar to forget about. Who? The Alzheimer's cigar. Oh, oh yeah. Look at you. Two, uh, two, one two, standout, two, actually, I got two standouts <laughs> for that are fairly new for this year. Uh, Nick Malillo's Charter Cabano kind of went into regular production. He was having trouble last year with COVID. Great so cigar for I the money, man. So I count that for this year. Uh, that's been, made it into my regular rotation, and I mentioned with uh, Ed Sullivan buying the Rojas Lanceros, but his Robusto and Toro, yeah. this is a guy that's really just making smaller format cigars and and killing it. But people are buying the Robustos and Robustos and Toros, so I think yeah. he's off the small ring gauge thing. Yeah. 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 And going to... Well, I mean, it's 52 yeah. ring gauge. Lan- it's not out get of off control. off the Lancero and Corona, yes. even though you love them. You... Th- Going back a little bit, do you think Aficionado goes Cuban this year because all the factories are struggling right now and they don't want to make it harder on them? Boy, they would be so wrong to do that because even Europe, and I know there are yeah. cigars in Europe, and, and you mentioned the Cigar Journal too, that they can't even get the cigar, and to do that is just like making it even worse. Yeah, but if you go to their, their page, Schenken's love for Cuban cigars is all over the front of their page. Right now. Right now. Yeah. I still don't think they, they give a Cuban number one. They haven't in like half a decade, so. Who was the last one? Uh, I could tell you who was number two that year. It was Rocky Patel's son, Gromadoro, mm. was number two that year. I and thought it was the aging room that was number two. Aging room. It happened yeah, at aging room, happened too. aging room, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So mm. we would say they, like, aging room was number one in the free world because <laughs> a Cuban cigar, <laughs> you, you couldn't get it, and, and that's the way it was. It's going to be an interesting play. Uh, of what happens this year. I think it's the toughest year um, over all our years of saying, okay, uh, and COVID was part of it, that mm-hmm. people weren't coming out with a lot of new things and stuff. But mm-hmm. talking about standout things, that there's not a runaway. No, definitely not a runaway. Yeah. No. Uh, okay, it's time for the poll question of the week. 
And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this one stems from an argument with my wife, and it's when do you put up your Christmas tree? She wanted to put it up on Halloween, but 37, uh, 47% of you say Thanksgiving weekend's the weekend to put up your tree, and 7.5% uh, of you don't have the Christmas spirit. And you don't put up a tree. Mm. I uh, probably, I probably won't. I mean, you, you put that up doesn't the, surprise. You put me. up the tree for the kids. I don't have kids, so by yourself in the house. You That's get it. A little tree? No, mm-hmm. no. Probably. Not. I did it when I lived alone. I got a little tree. Yeah, and put it puts it you in the mindset and the spirit. Yeah. It's just another fire hazard. I got to worry enough about my house catching on fire. I don't need another one. But we're right after Thanksgiving too. Yeah, Black Friday. My wife puts yeah. it up. Uh, that's the argument I won this year anyway. But uh, we asked a cigar-related question this week. You can go to the Cigar Authority. Really? On the Cigar Authority yeah. website? You asked a cigar-related question? Yeah, and we'll tell you what percentage of you are wrong and why. Um, <laughs> but go to the thecigarauthority.com and vote. All right. Um, next week is uh, starting all over again. Michael Herklotz joining us live right in studio mm-hmm. here. Maybe uh, he'll answer a question or We two. will smoke the Timeless because we can't get Ferrier Tago. Uh, it's part of the care package. And the Black Bomb is having its release. Uh, so we're bringing the Black Bomb on uh, later in the show. The following week is the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And that's why you're on, Matt Tobacco. Mm-hmm. So we can get some juice to make sure we don't make any mistakes before we, we pull it. It's just a couple weeks away. Uh, so we'll have the contenders for the Cigar of the Year and November 27th. 20 things only a cigar smoker knows. Haven't wrote that yet, but we got to think of 20 things 20? only cigar. 20. We couldn't go with 10. Well, you got to obviously keep the lid end out of your mouth has to be in there. Yeah. That's- All right. We'll work on that. So, uh, yeah, the contenders, we're, uh, I think we got it down, but uh, we have time to make some corrections uh, as we go. But early thoughts here on the ATVC, Edition Especial 2018. So when uh, Lorenzo's talking about balance, so you, you talk about balance of flavor. If you're going to have a salty component, you need to also have a sweet component to create balance in that blend. So at the front part of this, I'm getting a little salt and the outside of a hard pretzel, and then... A little bit of white pepper filters in, and then the finish is more of a honey mustard tying in with that pretzel. Mustard on a pretzel, I'm a big fan of. I don't, I don't taste it. It's got a little saltiness I have. But you tasted some smoke. No, no, no. We don't drop that. No. Strength, strength check? What is it? Strength check? Six. Six. Chat room would agree. 55% of them say it's medium. Yeah. So, a little more. medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much more flavor from the broadleaf. I'm going to go back to the broadleaf mm-hmm. after. Uh, it's just so unique. Are you turning into a man on me? I just, I love, <laughs> I love the broadleaf flavor that happens, and I'm, I'm so sad that it's going away. That people are going to end up missing this flavor. And you fine, know, I'll buy a third box. No, don't do that. Save it for the customers. By the way, Ted Hughes says we need a show airing of the grievances. Yes, uh, we do. I air my grievances weekly. He does daily sometimes. <laughs> I walk in and he's his the grievances of today. Um, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, who disappointed? Who did Matt expect it to see new and hot and was surprised that they didn't perform? We'll see if we get that answer out of him. I don't know. Who was the rookie of the year? We're going to name names. We're going to keep this thing going. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, 
facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming Freestyle Live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20th of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize, Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Certain general warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Oh! 
José Domingues. Jose Domingues. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yes, you are. And we are back. We're smoking the HVC Edition Especial 2018 with Matt Tobacco from the Smoking Tobacco Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you went to PCA. I did. And you got engaged. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went, so you're all in with this, that you chose the trade show to be the place we Barry got married on the show. I got a, he topped it. Yeah. He topped yeah. it. Yes. But you got engaged there. That's the first yeah. step. Class Calendar got married there, I think. Yes, last he did. Show, didn't yes, he, he yeah. did. Yeah. 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 And now has a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh was the engagement thing go as planned? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> and you know that story. I know, so I know you purposely <laughs> bring I know it up. The answer to all the questions. <laughs> That I was afraid to ask. You know, I went there and I just got my eyes open and you said, yeah, it didn't happen. But you were standing right there. I know. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, the way, I, the way I had planned it out, it just it, it didn't come together uh, the way I wanted to. But that's okay because um, I came up with a whole other plan. And, and she said yes. Did, that she was did. the whole goal. Yeah, yeah as long as you Well, there the were so many people there. Yeah. How could she say no and embarrass you? So mm-hmm. it's true. She was going to say no, it would be later. It could have happened, and it would have been really bad. Hey, it, it's, I'm, it's happened to people before. Sure. Big setting, and then they ask the question. It's like, uh, should yeah. we maybe go have a talk over here? And it's yeah. like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, big surprise for 2021 in the cigar industry. Um, so there's one cigar that came out that I, I liked, and it's gotten a lot of buzz, and that's the Undercrown 10 from Georgia State. Okay. There's some people in the chat room thinking that could be the consensus cigar. Is that going to continue on? Or yes. It is. Yes. It was nice with, with the way they had that little ribbon on the yeah. top of it. It looked good. I smoked the cigar. It was very good. Uh, availability to that cigar? It's like everything Drew Estate right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're lucky to get what you get. Yeah, yeah. So there's another one I have that I've smoked a few. I think it's good. I don't think it warrants the price. I think it could either be a shocker or it could be a disappointment. So it, it's kind of on both sides. Um, El Septimo. Interesting. So uh, I, I looked at the layout of the Big Smoke, and there they are with the big booth at the Big Smoke. There's only 16 manufacturers that attended, and they were one of them. Mm-hmm. As a new company, there's a guy with a lot of money anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but he's in, and uh, if he plays it right, he could be, you know, the next person that... See, in my mind, he already has one strike against him. Horrible branding. They all look the same on the shelf. Yeah. Except they for do. the colors. They do. I got one that was an interesting standout for this year. And talk about it. somebody that has money. McAuliffe. The McAuliffe A. Friggin' for the money. Unbelievable cigar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, but I don't think it's getting any love on the blogosphere. At least I haven't seen it. Uh, they got their own group. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's all self-produced marketing right now at this point, and they've done a good job with it. Their whole ambassador program. Yes, yes. Um, the the way that they and I think the the pandemic and everything last year helped them. Mm-hmm. Um, with not only just like the membership, the numbers and the coins, but like their their. Their social media presence too. They get them together. They have their own show. 
that they do. Yeah. And they, they, they constantly keep their own fan base engaged, which I think is huge. Yeah, they're cleaning up the packaging, they're cleaning up the bands. Yeah. And the sizes. Yeah. yeah, sizes and things like that. Because some of it's odd. There's two sizes of this, one size of that. And I'm like, oh, you know. The other one that was cleaning a- up old mistakes. Yes, that they came in. Neither of them were in the cigar industry before, and now they say, "Okay, I get it." And they're lucky enough that they have deep enough pockets to do that. Yeah, a lot of newer companies that make those mistakes, they go under. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. The other standout for me was the CLE Signature, and also out of that company was a big disappointment. Uh, big time, Tommy. Disappointing event. Disappointing character. I was expecting more. The cigar was just okay. It was a little more than what I thought it should have been. It's it's hard for people to get a seventy ring gauge and put that on the on the top of their, hmm. you know, as a Lancero would be. I mean, it's one extreme to the other. It's not for the masses. But we sell an awful lot of seventy ring gauge cigars, so there is there is a group of masses that are smoking them. Yeah. Probably not the same group that's reading Cigar Aficionado or Cigar Journal magazine. Yeah. Best interview you had at Smoking Tobacco. All time? Yeah. Probably Nick Perdomo. Nick Perdomo. I mean, he, he, he can talk. That's what you want, right? You want a guy to talk instead of trying to he, drag it out of him. Yeah, he could talk. He yeah. knows what he's doing. He, he's got plenty of information to share. He's a class act. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he's, in my mind, you know, he's, he's right at the top. Is there somebody you wanted and haven't been able to get? Well, we've been wanting to have soccer on the show, and we've... And Go you on. haven't been able to do it? I know. It's, he it's does just... everybody's stuff. He wants to do all that he can. My God, he's listening right now. He's going to make believe he's not. not right. But he's listening right now. So, Steve, do Matt Tobacco show. He's right down the street, for God's sakes. He should do it live with you. I could. Yeah. Could, right here in his backyard. I know. My God, really? Be that would be a great not show. to get a word in edgewise, but... There's okay. another, another one that's going to talk all the way through, but it makes, makes the interview <laughs> right. easy. You just hit, hit record and you're done. I, yeah. I put down, like, 20 questions or something yeah. to get through the show, and I get to two or three, and that's all I get, and that's it. Talk about spare notes. At the end of it, you got a whole bunch of spare notes that's right. uh, left over from that. Let's get to some uh, emails. All right. It's time for the best email of the week brought to you by Aging Room Cigars. This week's prize pack is you get a couple cigars, you get a bracelet, a cutter, a rum, a Coke, and a glass so you can make your own Cuba Libre. Did you get one of these? No. Matt Tobacco? No. 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 Huh. Okay, well. So you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Ryan writes with respect to substitutions. There was a comment made on last week's episode that essentially said that anyone can be replaced, and Mr. J stated that even Dave, if he would leave the podcast, the show would continue just fine. 100% true. Uh, I'm not sure if I agree or disagree with that. I've been listening to the show for the past year, and you all have a great chemistry together. If you all were being replaced on the show, here would be my lineup. Oh, Dave's replacement. You need a legend in the business that is the voice of the show to lead with knowledge and humor. It would be Steve Saka. Uh, Mr. J's replacement. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) A little bit of a shot there. Uh, You need someone younger with some conflicting personalities with the rest of the cast. That would be Tim Swanson. If Tim is not available, a similar replacement to Mr. J would be Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Barry's replacement, the balancing voice of reason on the show, someone who can do a lot of the background work would be Sam LaCia. And Ed's replacement, somebody intelligent, snarky, 
uh, doesn't need to be an everyday guy, but there would be enough to make a regular impact, and it could be Mickey Pegg, who did an awesome job on the last show. Although Mickey, Mickey talks way too much. And doesn't answer the goddamn questions. And I don't know if he's got the technical technical capacity. If you had you to find someone guy. as you your... I could train him? He's smart. All right. If you had to find someone as your replacement, who would it be? You know, can I just say for the record, yes. Mickey Pegg also, on his own, volunteered right away, right out the gate. He wants to be the ring bearer at the wedding. Really? Yeah. He's like, I volunteered to be ring bearer. I was like, kind of a weird and would thing you to volunteer that? for. That would be odd, but it's an interesting, interesting concept. Because normally the ring bearer is a very slight person. You know, you get like a three or four year old and they hold the ring. This would be the opposite of that. It would be a giant wow. Shrek looking motherfucker walking down. <laughs> just, it's like too much. Wow. It's wow. too much. Uh, Carlos Fuente, best man. And you, you have. You could you could do a lot with this thing if you do it at the trade show and it's right after the show. Yeah, if we if we talk yeah if, it, if we talked about having it cigar involved. I I had an idea. I'm gonna play it close to the vest for now. Okay, but I have somebody and I have asked this person. They've shown interest to uh, officiate the wedding. And it's a cigar ah, person. Ah, that would be awesome. Is following it, is it Matt Booth? I'm trying to see if she looks happy about that idea or not. <laughs> she knows who it is. Is it Matt Booth? It, it's a wild card. It's a card. wild card. Whoa. It's definitely a wild it's, it's card. It's not no. It's not no. It's definitely a wild card. Dave, Jim Miller says, uh, Steve Saka, question mark, exclamation point. He'd talk the whole time and nobody else would have a chance to speak up. It's true. It's true. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. With respect to what the cigar industry needs, Matt writes, gentlemen, After listening to the episode on what the cigar industry needs, I had a completely ridiculous idea. (laughs) I can say there are already more manufacturers, blends, and Vitolas than I could smoke in 20 lifetimes. So speaking anecdotally from my own experience, if I want to smoke more and buy more, what I need is more places to smoke. Of course, governments around the country have squashed all of the lounge licenses and killed smoking in restaurants. So here's my bonkers idea. What if we had some sort of cigar church... And all of the First Amendment tax-free benefits that go along with it. This is not the first time this has been proposed. No, it has not. I proposed it many years ago. Uh, People could pay to be a member, just like a lot of other religions. There could be Sunday, maybe football services, where we light the sacred sticks. When the wife asks where we're going, we could just say, going to church. When the boss asks where we were for two hours, say, uh, it's Toro Tuesday, and it's the third most holy day of the week. Obviously, I was at church. Uh, don't call, don't make me call HR. As you move up your enlightenment, see what I did there? Yes. You could even score an audience with His Holiness, St. Barents, where he shares oh, with God. you all of the industry secrets he's not allowed to talk about on the show. I mean, take the muzzle off that glorious bastard and let the big dog bark. Anyway, all of the BS, all of that BS is just to say we need more places to go, especially as the weather here in the Midwest turns to crap. Thanks, as always, for the education and laughs. Signed, Matt. All right. Two good Uh, emails so far, I would say. Matt, we had a suggestion from uh, the (laughs) chat room. Tom Criswell, who often has suggestions, says, Mr. J could be the flower girl at your wedding. Next, I could see that. The next time I see him, there's going to be a misunderstanding. <laughs> I could see that, Is that, that senior or junior talking right there? Junior. 
<laughs> All right. And the last one, the one you think is the best, we're going to pick Matt, which, which one's the best, and somebody's going to get that. Last one. All right. Tim writes, uh, Mr. J for TCA president. Good day to all my Cigar Authority heroes. I just wanted to say thank you for all the time you put in each week to share your knowledge, opinions, and humor. I appreciate you all. Having said that, last week you asked, what does the cigar industry need? Well, for starters, I think it could use a little more Mr. J. That's right. I nominate Mr. J for the Cigar Authority president. I wonder why you picked this. I'm not sure what that entails exactly. However, he poses many great traits for the job. For one, he gets things done ahead of schedule. Maybe not a good thing for the show when Dave expects a certain run time, but the job was done. Ahead Next. of schedule? Yeah. He's a crammer like a college kid. Are you out of your friggin' mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to puke at all this ass kissing. Oh, my God. Next, he has great ideas. The event was set up on Thursday. I didn't have the guy in here till Saturday. How was that cramming? Oh, that was I good. digress. Okay. That was good. Next, he has great ideas. The cigar tailor sounds perfect. Oh, Personally, God. I started oh, at medium-strength cigars that I'm now loving full-strength. <laughs> My humidor is full of cigars that I'd love to take to a tailor and fit them to be more strong and full. Currently, I'm seeing them as boring. Don't give up on this idea, like Mr. J. <laughs> With the last point, I also say Mr. J is an influencer for sure. He, I was a two-brand smoker, but Mr. J has encouraged me to try many new brands and has opened up my world to cigars. We have similar palettes, and I try any of his recommendations, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uncle Tim, yeah. right? Yeah. Is there any relation to you? Thank you. You happen to leave his last name out, so... Is, is you it, might all be thinking this is a fanboy letter to Mr. J, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. I fully expect you all to keep breaking his balls and getting him worked up. Uh, that's the humor we all love. Also, love... Although I support him in most things, chicken cutlets are not fried chicken. You're wrong. So that's Tim. Yeah, number yeah. one. One or two. It's one or two. Gonna pick one. So number one was uh, who, who replaces replacement. us. And I'm in favor of replacement, which yeah. is why I voted for one. I'll, I'll, and the other one was uh, what the industry needs is the church, which has been said. So I'm going to go with number one also. I'll go with one. All right. So number one wins. All right. Who was that? That is Ryan, and I'll give that to Barron, so he'll reach out to you and make sure we get your address and send that off. All right. On the after show today, we're going to talk about what goes where and why in cigar shops and, in, and all, around, all around the place. We did a little of this on Clubhouse on Thursday, and uh, we will continue that discussion on the after show, which will be on Wednesday, where you can receive that, unless, of course, you're on the MeWees, and uh, we'll plop it into you a day early over there and some video content. Uh, upcoming events. Um, on the Great American Smokeout, which is November 18th, of course, we are doing the opposite, not smoking. Mm -hmm. We're going to smoke a lot, and we have the Joke and Smoke, Thursday, November 18th, 2021, from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock, a live broadcast of the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority will start at 6.30. The event will open at 6 o'clock so we can meet our guests oh, yeah. and, and people, and 6.30 and we go And don't sleep on this. The tickets are going fast. Yes. Um, the chef that night will be Mr. Jonathan Carney, your friend and co-host. not Mr. Anything. It is. <laughs> um, and he will be pairing uh, appetizers, entrees, drinks, and desserts from the Cigar Authority cookbook. Well, All of the items are going to be here. We're going to actually have a conversation on Tuesday and wrap up the final details. But I know uh, we have, I believe, a sirloin steak. is uh, Really? Of, yeah. I think we got a, we got some she chef's recipe. Po possibly, in there? Yeah. possibly it was a steak involved. 
There's a Tony, pasta dish. Tony V's, a, right? Tony V's in there. We got a whole bunch of people. Fourth place meatballs. No. Yeah. I don't know about that. But uh, you told me I had to. I'm, I'm on vacation that week. You said I, I got to make a hundred meatballs. All right, well, I got a meeting Tuesday to finalize it. You're going to get two cigars, mm-hmm. and one of them is a very, very special cigar that will be prepared just for that event. And we're going to have tell you how you can get a hold of these cigars if you're watching the, the Cigar Authority that night, which is Thursday, November 18th, starting at 6:30. The comedians we have. Uh, Four comedians, Tony V will host it, Christine Hurley, Funny Lady, Brad Mastrangelo, and Orlando Baxter. All these people are headline they uh, are. comedians, so it's a talk Very show. Good. They have all agreed to allow us to broadcast their comedy also. We're talking 10-minute sets, so uh, we ought to get um, done with that part in less than an hour of the comedians. And we're going to award, again, like we have in the past Three years, right? Championship belt. A championship belt for dueling comedians. And I think at that point, maybe we can have all champions back and have a championship. Ooh, nice. Uh, and, and pick someone. We'll, we'll see with that. Tickets, $75 per person. Advanced tickets only. While they last, like Jonathan says, this thing is running out very fast. So that being said, it's time to Ask the Don. It's time to Ask the Don. Brought to you by... Don Rafael Cigars. Doesn't get old. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. They are mellow and smooth, and they're built for every man's everyday enjoyment. I'm going a little bit off the reservation here because I got a great question that came in uh, from Dr. Jeff from New Jersey. Greetings, esteemed scholars of the leaf. I have a question for you today with respect to humidification, humidors, sensors, and tolerances for bleeding. I'm fairly certain that when Mr. J saw the subject line of this email which is, how much should it bleed? He immediately thought of something else. Perhaps he'll confirm my suspicions on the air. Yes, I did. I purchased an entry-level 100-count humidor online for about $125. I seasoned it properly with 84% humidification packs, which is not correct. That is not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. I installed a Wi-Fi-enabled sensor along with a large 320-gram two-way humidification pack at 72%, and I removed the 84. So I can stop right here. Everything about this is wrong. Take the humidor, put a humidification packet in. You want to be below 70. I recommend being in the low 60s. Low to mid 60s would be ideal. Put your cigars in, and within three days, everything is perfect. You're not going to lose enough humidity out of your cigars in three days to affect anything on them. Having 84% means the wood is now jam-packed with moisture, and you are really running the risk of developing mold in the box itself, especially if your house is at 70%. So I would take everything out, open that thing up for three days, let it dry out completely, and start over just with a 65% unit or get a cigar oasis, something electronic, put your cigars in, close the lid, set it, and forget it. This is the time of year everybody goes into over-humidification. They all do it. They feel the house is drying out now. I have to pump this thing up, and there's nothing worse. The cracks you're getting on your cigars... Because they're over-humidified. It's not that they're drying out. They're over-humidified where they would be shrinking. The opposite is happening. We see it every year. Listen, I don't... some warning. I got $10,000 worth of stuff in my house. I know you do too, Dave. I don't even think about panicking at 55%. I don't even think about it. It's, It's not a thing. The cigars smoke perfect. You can go anywhere from 55 to 65. If you get above 65, start taking measures to lower that humidity. Don't panic, but mm-hmm. start doing things to lower the humidity. 
especially this time of year. It's easy to get the humidity down this time of year. Summertime, you got problems, but yeah, it always happens. I don't know. Uh, okay, Matt Tobacco, what's coming up on the Smoking Tobacco Show? Uh, we have next week. We have our friend Reinhard, who oh. from Light 'Em Up World, who okay. also will now be part of the Marifel organization. Right. Any idea on the new cigars coming out? What's happening with that? Well, you'll find out we'll for find sure. Find I'll try. Yeah, ask some questions. We'll see if they get answered. So the weird thing I find is we couldn't get we couldn't get Renier to give us the information of his new cigar coming out. He he wouldn't do it. And then fast forward a month or two from now when they release the product, mm-hmm. they want everybody to do it, and they're pushing for people to give them the information. Where I'm asking for the information now and give it out. But they feel it will ruin the, I don't know what, you know, why, why the holdup? And uh, it happens often on the show. That well, I, especially if you have the cigars made already. You already know what they are. They're made. For someone to copy it, it's a three-year process. Right. And they can't even get a sample until the cigar gets released. What difference does it make Throw if you say what it is? Throw a out there, mm-hmm. get people juiced up a little about it, and they're listening. In. But uh, they end up holding off. We know Mirafeld's making a cigar. From what? I'm hearing through the grapevine is it's not going to be Cameroon. No. That's amazing. I heard that too. No. But not directly from him. Well, they can't no. really come out with a Cameroon because it'll be competing with Fuente, he, who's their biggest customer. That's what he grows. That's what he's known yeah. for. How but he can't compete it? with his number one purchaser. Oh. He, it wouldn't be fair. You'd be bullshit if someone did it to you and people have done it to you and you get mad. So he this this is the grower that grows a certain tobacco, why would they not use their... He's, he is the guy known for Cameroon tobacco, and he come out with a brand. It's important. Maybe he's going to come out with Cameroon Binder or something. It's got to be Cameroon. Why I, think, he- I think to Jonathan's point, though, it, he his, a lot of his tobacco gets used on some of the best-selling cigars on the market. Um, and for him to also come out with, it, with that, too, and... I don't feel like he, he you know, he's not a cigar maker. If you look at the Tarrant family, who grows all the San Andreas tobacco that's used in the world. That don't tell us what the seed strain is. Right. But mm-hmm. their cigars are less than pedestrian. Be- because they want to use all San Andreas, mm-hmm. all Mexican, puro, because that's what they mm-hmm. grow and that's it. If he was to make an all Cameroon cigar, mm-hmm. probably not good. Probably. Yeah. No. I don't know. There's never been one. But say he did be thirty-seven dollars. You're right. Well, he's the grower, so it wouldn't have to be. But if if he could pull it off, man, everybody's going to try it, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, not that it's not Cameroon. I'm not interested in trying it. You're so full of shit. Yeah. Because that's like that's like asking a French pastry chef to make bagels. So you're not going to try it at all. No. Yes, you are. I won't go out of my way if somebody right. gives yeah. me one. You're already I'll try back. It. You're already backtracking. But buddy. I'm not going to buy one. Stop so making you, you grand from, statements that you, you can't. Went from never to well, yes. maybe. To write, <laughs> not buying one. I'll never turn down a free cigar. Cash. No, that's an interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting interview. Uh, I'm look forward to hearing that because uh, a lot of good questions there. Okay. We got to wrap it up because we're yeah, I, up I against I the break that. here. Okay, final thoughts here on HVC edition especially 2018. I'm still getting the the salty pretzel with the white pepper and the honey mustard. I don't know why you're not getting it, but sure. there's something wrong with your my palate. My cigar went out because I talk too much. It's very good, but I enjoy the Black Friday better. I can't believe I enjoyed the Black Friday yeah. better also because it was so full-bodied, but 
there's nothing for me there's no better it's not better or worse it's just this cigar would fit in a certain time frame for my this would be daily smokes yeah this would be a daily cigar this this is more approachable for the masses but i enjoyed the black friday very special cigar yes very special cigar available right now our two guys cigars yeah okay all right that's it matt tobacco thanks for joining us rainier Thank you for doing this with us, too. Um, next week, um, starting all over again is Michael Herklotz. Uh, he closed the company down and it started a whole new one. And some of it has some similarities. Some is different. Ferry Otago and the old Nat Sherman brands. We'll talk about that with them and what the future holds for um, their company. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.